What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Welcome back. It's another Bob and Tom Extra. This is Christopher. Not only is the Bob and Tom Show live every weekday morning, but every afternoon we'll give you a little extra in case you missed anything. On the big show today, OJ doesn't go to L.A., Big Macs for life, and a meat van. It's all coming up right after this. Attention, Fergler shoppers. You need hardware, you need Fergler. That's right, Fergler's Hardware Store. Fergler's dares you to beat their prices on anything in the store. That's right, Crazy Ernie's lost his mind and everything must go. Ladders, lumber, nails, including the kitchen sink. Fergler's Hardware Store, where you make out like a burglar when you shop at Fergler's. Free popcorn Mondays, free coffee Fridays, free parking. It's Crazy Ernie's going out of business sale. Everything must be Fergler's Hardware Store. If Fergler's doesn't have it, you don't fergin' need it. Hi, I'm Ernie Fergler. He's Ernie (laughs) If you don't come buy some stuff today, he'll kick your ass. Be there. If you missed something yesterday, maybe you'll hear it now. This is Bob and Tom Extra. Talking about college football and college football players, O.J. Simpson, of course, he says... Uh, in, in over the weekend, he said he avoids going to Los Angeles. Why, Chick? Well, because he says he doesn't want to run into Nicole Brown's killer. Oh my goodness! He told uh, a reporter, a Tim Graham of theAthletic.com, that people oh. may think this is self-serving, but I might be sitting next to whoever did it. I really don't know who did this. OJ said. Oh my god! He also told the reporter, "I figured eventually somebody would confess to something, you know." <laughs> Yeah, Juice, we we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he continues to say, I had one suspect I told my lawyers to look at, but nothing happened. Simpson added, I still think he might be involved, though, but of course, I can't talk about it. Ah, uh, okay. I, 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 Damn! I, 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 juice. Uh, a lot of mirrors in L.A., Juice. Yeah. <laughs> juice, you might stay out of a bathroom. Oof. Oh, I... Do you suppose he gets amazing service at restaurants? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, know. I don't know. I don't know how I would question. react if I, he were uh, even in the room. I don't. I mean, the last me waiter, the last waiter that pissed him off. You forget uh, over the years how guilty he certainly seemed in the early hours of that. Ooh, seemed Robert Kardashian. Well, everyone's innocent until proven guilty, Tom. <laughs> okay. Robert Kardashian read his what we all thought was a suicide note. We thought he was going to kill himself in his driveway. You remember this? The slow speed chase and everything? Sure. But I, I didn't get to watch it live because I was a kid. Right. So I just know it from the docuseries. So in my head, it's Ross from Friends reading the letter. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I like that. That was fun. <laughs> it was great. That's right. There's John a great Travolta. document. There's a great documentary out there. I think it's called June 17th, 1994. Or yeah. Something like that. Because it's, it's, he Him. was on the run 
and the Masters the, and, and Arnold Atlanta Palmer's, was in the, Arnold Palmer's last Masters. Yeah. The, uh, the uh, World World Cup soccer was in Chicago. It was insane. It was everything was converging. I think the Rangers won the cup. Yada yeah. yada. It's a great documentary. Uh, and finally, kids. Yes. Stupid world record. Oh, you're go. rubbing your head. But at last, this is something I might uh, I might want to take on. Okay. A Wisconsin man has beaten his own Guinness World Record for the most Big Mac burgers eater, eaten in a lifetime. Wow. I like the Big Mac. I like the quarter pounder. Pretty Nothing good. wrong with the Big Mac. Have oh, you Have you man. seen a picture of this guy? No. What are you, what are you what, trying what to What are you say? judging so already on a picture? Implying. No, I, I, I think like what he's implying is you hear a guy, you hear Big Macs, you hear a world record of eating he's a Big, big Macs. Ma- he's think, a big man. No, is look at this load is what you're thinking. No, not at all. Um, is it uh, the opposite? Uh, uh, no, he's he's very fit. Uh, Christy, the haircut. Uh, rather. <laughs> is he wearing a hat? <laughs> no, he's got um, uh, rock star length hair. Oh, down to his waist, but he's got um, bangs. Anyway, okay. Uh, since 1972, Donald Gorski, known as the King of Big Macs, has eaten a total of 32,340 Big Macs, a number that keeps growing, of course, every day, since he eats about two Big Macs every day. Yikes. His what? fast food journey began on May 17, 1972. After getting his first car, Gorski drove to McDonald's to get his first three Big Macs. He recalls, quote, in that moment, I said, I'm going to probably eat these for the rest of my life. Gorski plans on officially updating his record title in the years to come. Gorski said of his first three Big Macs, I knew the cartons in the, I threw the cartons in the back of my seat and started counting them from day one. He also said he retained every single receipt and organized his boxes as well as pouches by year. With 563 calories per sandwich, many wonder how Donald is able to maintain his health while consuming so much fast food. Mm -hmm. He said his secret is mainly eating the two burgers per day as his general meal and skipping out on the french fries. He also walks about six miles a day to uh, maintain his health, he says. Okay, I'm looking at his picture now. I can see him better. Not a good look. (sighs) And I'm going to say something that's not going to go over well. Go for it. I hate a guy in flip-flops. (laughs) <laughs> I'm Christy, sorry. Christy. He's sitting on a pile of Big Macs with flip-flops. That's disgusting. <laughs> unless you, I don't want to see your feet. Unless you can slip out of your flip-flops and put your toes in sand. Yes. Cover your feet up, gentlemen. Thank you. Okay? Thank you, Chip. Don't, don't throw on flip-flops and run to the hardware store. Okay, uh, don't me. do it. Christy, this has become personal. Is this because I wore flip-flops two weeks ago in a work check? It no, was I didn't notice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. I, was, I was late for work. I, I haven't. I never noticed that. I would have said we something. We all talked. I wore flip flops two Fridays guy, ago, and he gave me the business about it. We all talked about it. It was horrible. Ugh. There was an odor. I'm, <laughs> chick, I'm sorry. This guy I'm is. Sorry. Uh, the, the point is, this guy is. He's in good shape. He just eats Big Macs. Loves them every day. Yeah. He's got all the receipts. Yeah. He's obviously very loyal to McDonald's, uh, and obviously he's uh, very loyal to um, the barber that he had when he was seven. Yes, that is he, he not a good look. He has a, what we call, like a bull haircut. Yeah, how old is this guy? We don't know how old he is, uh, right? But, uh, <sighs> license in 1976, so born so in 72. So he'd be 
Oh, he got his license in 72? He got his first car in 72. It doesn't say if he got his license or not. Well, unfortunately, there's not enough numbers here for us to figure that math out. Yeah, I don't think so. It's statistically impossible to figure out how old he is. But I could go for a Big Mac right now. They sound very tasty. Mm, DoorDash. DoorDash. Is is that sports? Uh (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. Wherever you go, whatever you do, always be a good sport. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Coming up, Christy has a okay. <laughs> Christy has a world record, but I just should, should we? It, I have a world record. Yeah, kind of a record. Well, it's a record for blood alcohol content. Oh yeah, but that's not. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it may be a state record, so I think we'll let. I think we'll let you handle that. Is that okay? Yeah, this didn't seem like a story the chick would do because I don't think we want to praise this world record. No, by no means. Uh, no. got a problem, Christy. What? The flip-flop thing? No, no, no. Uh, The Olympic flame. Oh, Um, my gosh. Legend has it that the flame has been kept lit since the first Olympic Games. But it's a legend. Uh, Turns out... That's not true. Of course not. Uh, well, that, right. What? Are you kidding? Not. That's crazy. I, I thought that, uh, and then I did have a letter from someone who said, yes, they when they when the uh, flame passed through their town, there was a van that had a backup flame in case the flame went out. Backup flame. To, to relight the torch. I love how you live in this cute little naive world, though, that you really thought that. You of all people. I know. I don't know why. Why, why don't That's like something I would say. It's just they see the Olympic flame as a symbol of life and the competitive spirit of the game. Well, there's your problem right there. It's marketing. It's advertising. Now it says uh, during it's the bringing the world together, the Olympic flame is usually carried by runners. However, over time, it's been it's been transported. In 1948, the flame crossed the English Channel on a boat, sure, and they didn't it, have wings on their feet either when they were running. Sure. It, just in so you 1952, know, 1952, it flew in an airplane to Helsinki, Finland. Uh huh. Sure. Flame on a plane. How about this one? <laughs> Flames on a plane. Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> the Olympic flame was turned into a radio signal sent from Athens via satellite to Canada that triggered a laser Jesus beam to relight Christ. the flame in That's 1976. That's not true. So, yeah, right Wait here. a minute. The flame Wait. was turned into a radio signal. <laughs> that doesn't... How do you do that, Marconi? Go was ahead. it like in Back to the Future when the fire goes across the, the electric lines? I'm sure there was some scientific thing. You guys don't know anything about science. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and you do? Yeah. I know what I read. I trust my scientist friends. Uh, How cool is that, though? Triggering a laser beam? And remember the time they lit it with the flaming arrow? They lit that. That was so great. And I don't think they did that. I think that (laughs) That was was a trick. Yeah, that looked pretty fake. He shot the arrow into the air. I don't think it came anywhere (laughs) near the flame. (laughs) And when it arched over, they just kicked it on (laughs) downstairs. All right, Artie, when I give you the nod, you throw the switch, switch and it's going to look like the arrow was lighting the flame. Are you you ready, Artie? (laughs) 
Then there's some guy out in the parking lot with a flaming arrow in his head. Yeah, there's some, there's some minivan in the parking lot with an arrow in the hood. It says, yeah, the Olympic man. flame is traveled by canoe, camel, and the Concorde. No, it hasn't. This, these are, this is all real. <laughs> Where did it they was, put it in? They divers took the you Olympic can't flame. Carry the flame. The canoe. Oh, let me wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to get divers. to the, I want to hear how the divers took it underwater. Yeah. Yes. Uh, to the Great Barrier Reef. Yes. Okay. How? Yeah. They have underwater torches that work. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, sure they do. They need oxygen. That was if they, look, if they can transform the flame to a radio signal, <laughs> is that what you said? Yeah, they, they have w- th- welding things that work underwater. They can have a flame underwater. They have to I'm sure it's a little tricky. <laughs> they have welding. Yeah, after There is no way they had the it had to have been in a waterproof container that... No, it, there's. I'm sure it provides both the... So you think they're... Di- okay, wait a minute. So here in your head, you're seeing divers at the Great Barrier Reef carrying a torch that's lit from the Olympic flame. Right. Underwater. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, modern no, technology is amazing. That is not happening. But I thought I thought they, they took the flame from Tokyo and then they kept it lit and then they'll have it relit in Paris. No? Apparently not. Well, that's no good. It's no, it's the flame. same. No, it's going to go underwater and uh, up to the Everest, and uh, some poor bastard's going to take it to the backpack up, up to the peak of Camels, Everest. And, uh, yeah, he's going to slip and fall and set his back on fire. Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah, all his camping gear is just constantly getting on kind of fire. Kind of a disappointment that it's not I'm sorry. Lit. I, oh, well. Maybe this will be about the flame. Can you grab this? Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hi, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Baker. Oh, hi, Donnie. Hey, Donnie, how are you? I'm good, but Tom, if you really believe they was able to keep a flame going that far, I got uh, 40 acres in uh, euthanasia. I'll sell you livestock and barrel. Swear to God. All right. Wow. I want to call you guys today about something different, though. What? Well, Christy, you know, kids are starting to go back to school already. That's right. Wolfie's going to be in first grade. Back to school advice. Oh, Mm -hmm. good. Okay. And I'll say it like this. For you kids starting first grade, stay away from the marker sniffers. Mm. (laughs) I'm serious, because making friends with the marker sniffers is only going to lead you down a bad path. This kid Jimmy Eaton, my first grade class, he used to eat paste, and it turns out he grew up to be a coroner. A coroner? He, oh, he went from huffing sharpies to doing the same with embalming fluids. Oh, Oh, sure. That's Yeah. And that's how it starts. And all you freshmen listen up to me, because I probably know more about 10 in high school than anybody I know of. Because <laughs> after six and a half years, I know all the in and out. I bet. And rule number one, stay away from the Salisbury steaks in the cafeteria. Uh-huh. <laughs> I to God. You don't have trouble holding your mud by six, period. <sighs> and rule number two, yeah, Miss Martin is having an affair with the P instructor, Miss Martinez. I swear to God, <laughs> you know? Just because it ain't in the yearbook don't mean it ain't happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> Looking back, I really owe a few teachers some apologies. Um, first, I'd like to apologize to Miss Kinch for Joy riding her brand-new 87 Firebird in the winter of 89. Oh, cool. Now, I still say maybe she should have locked her doors, you know, when warming up her car after school. But I still feel bad. Uh-huh. They made me repeat first grade calls of it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. You laugh, but I think they should have actually let me skip a grade. I mean, how many other seven-year-olds you know who can drive a stick, Tom? Oh, good, good point. point. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, second and foremost, I'd like to apologize to my teacher, Mr. Andrews, for spreading a rumor around school that he and Glenda, the lunch lady, like to slather themselves in sloppy joes and do it in a walk-in cooler. <laughs> I, I hope your wife finally took you back. Uh, anyways, the most important lesson I learned from high school was, if you ain't making all A's, just drop out now. <laughs> Do you know if you only got to study like three to five weeks, you can pass your GED? That shows you how much a waste of time high school is. You can learn less in five weeks than what takes them a total of, what, four to six years to teach in a classroom. <laughs> really? Well, I'm no math magician, but those numbers just don't add up. So here's my advice. Write this down. Drop out. Get your GED. Find a good trade school. You know, learn how to fix expensive cars. Then later in life, when all the A students' cars break down, you can get rich by overcharging them on repairs. <laughs> That's true. God, it's simple math 101. Yep. Uh, i got to get Woofy ready for the bus. Hang on. I told you, put your milk bunny in your sock. And if some bully gives you any trouble, five tight right to his larynx. Oh, <laughs> Tom, I got to go. Okay, thank you. He actually made sense there. <laughs> Very helpful. Go to trade school. Now, you've got something about meat from a van. What the what? Massachusetts police searching for a guy who's been allegedly selling meat out of a van. Westfield Police Captain Petoniak told 22 News. <clears throat> 22 News, TV channel. Channel 22. Oh, I was looking up the Olympic flame. Uh, news is on your side. That okay. the person has been visiting various neighborhoods, knocking on residents' doors to try and sell them discounted meat. The man is not registered with the city or the police department. Police added the man appears as though he is literally selling discounted meat, and there does not appear to be anything nefarious going on at this time, but they still asked residents to call the station if they see the man or his van. Security footage shows the guy drives a white truck with an American flag on the side. Well, usually a van and meat, the guy's trying to show you his meat. Oh. Not, uh, oh. I, mean, what's, uh, I mean, this is, is this stolen meat? What's the concern of the it police? It says discounted meat. What's I don't know that? what that means. Uh, I don't know. Guy's in a van selling it down by the river <laughs> when he's not living in the van. Down by oh. the river. Hope this guy's got great AC in that van. Yeah, no joke. Um, why did this make the national newswire? Be on the lookout for a van selling meat. I mean, there are a lot of legit um, people selling meat out of vans. Uh, no. Wait a minute. Hold it. Wait a minute. Hold it. I, I know there's a you Are you saying one. you don't want trouble from the meat van lobby? Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, there, seriously, when was the last time you bought? Of all the things you worry about. There's a lot of good folks out there. Well, we, we, we can't upset good. the guys who sell the meat in van. There are guys that sell ice cream. There are people that sell meat in vans. There is no but. way you've bought meat from a van. That's it for another Bob and Tom Show Extra. Catch us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher for Bob Bob and Tom Extra, this is Christopher. Take care, everybody.